The running time for this Rain Hamcast podcast is 10 minutes 3 seconds. There are 5 second breaks to reset Echo Link and All Star timers at about 3, 6, and 9 minutes. This is Rain Hamcast podcast number 80, Hamcationing in the Caribbean. Continuing the thread we followed about the upcoming January 2023 de-expedition to Bouvet Island, it seemed logical to take a look at hamcationing closer to home in the Caribbean. I'm Will Rogers, K5WLR. Imagine you're relaxing on a Caribbean island, enjoying a coco loco, while the warm prevailing trade wind softly rustles large pond fronds shading the nearby beach and the blue Caribbean sea gently washes your feet. Across the way in a thatched hut is a complete ham station. Only in your dreams, you say. Not at all. Doug Klein, K4LT, formerly WD8AUV, has hamcationed in the Caribbean a number of times. Here's an excerpt from his 1997 Dayton Hamvention Forum about hamcationing in the Caribbean. The Caribbean Sea has many different islands, and I guess you could collectively call the Caribbean Sea uh, maybe everything south of Miami, because there's parts of South America that are technically not in the Caribbean Sea. So we'll just call it all collectively the Caribbean. There's many important things about nationalities, languages, and customs that you may want to think about if you're going to go out of the country. Then I'd like to tell you about some little hints that I found over the years on saving some money so that I can go do it. I work for the United States government. I'm on kind of a salary that is not commensurate with maybe even the average contester's salary. So I have to try to find ways to save some money to do this. First of all, the Caribbean Sea, again, many islands, lots of countries. There's places that you would want to go and there's places you probably would not want to go if you're thinking about going on like a vacation type de expedition. I like the VP islands. Many of those were or still are under some form of British control. There's no language barriers. The customs, for the most part, are pretty simple and easy. Since I don't speak French or Spanish, that helps me out quite a bit. The part of the Caribbean that I focused most on has been like right down around in the Bahamas, the Turks and Caicos Islands, and Jamaica. Again, it's real easy to think about doing a vacation de-expedition to an English-speaking country if you're American. Turks and Caicos Islands is a good plan for that. The Bahamas and many of the VP2 islands are good for that. Jamaica, even though uh, English is their official language, I have to tell you that I had some difficulty understanding Many of the countries, even though uh, English may not be their first language, are very tourist-oriented. You'll find that they speak English real well, especially at the hotels and the resorts and what have you, so no problems there. Okay, now on to areas where you can save some money. Specifically, the biggest item is on the airfares. When you're looking at booking your airlines, if you depart on a Tuesday, stay over on a Saturday, that airfare is going to be a lot less than if you make it Saturday through the following Monday or what have you. The weekends are always more expensive. Another thing to look at is flying out of a nearby airport. I used to live up in uh, northern Ohio near Cleveland. I found that some of the airfares were better out of Columbus, which is about an hour and a half south. You can often save as much as 50% on the airfares when you do that. I like to try to book as early as possible. Taking a look at the airfares in the summer when they offer these super savers you can get a real good deal, and oftentimes, even after you book your flight, even if it's a non-refundable, non-changeable ticket, you can still get them to give you a, a coupon voucher. Another one that Cade MFO, 
told me about was flying out of some other places other than Miami as your stopover. You're thinking about going out of the country. You've decided what island you're going to go to now. You want to think about, okay, I've got to get a hotel. I've got to get a uh, rental car. I've got to get accommodations and the like. What about package deals? I've done the package deal in uh, Jamaica in 1989. I booked a villa vacation and it was what I thought was all-inclusive, but it wasn't quite all-inclusive. They tagged on a few extra expenses. It helps to ask about what all is included, what isn't included, what are you going to bill me for later. All expenses are included in the package deals, group rates, the tour operator does all the work. That's a big thing too, especially if you're the organizer, which I've been at least involved in being the organizer on uh, three of them. There's just so much work to do, a package really would take a lot of that workload off of you. Some of the cons, once you make your flight plans and your arrangements, it's real hard to change them. A big one is getting permission. You may want to decide you want to do a club med, but then you find out that getting permission to set your antennas up and bother all the other guests can be real prohibitive. So look at that real carefully. This is big too. TVI complaints or RFI, but you don't want to be bothered in the middle of your uh, 20 meter JA run by one of the locals carrying a AK-47, you know, wanting to check and see why your operation is causing TVI to the locals. And it's also difficult to match packages needs to what you want to do. Here's some ideas to save you a little bit of money on car rentals. One thing that I found is oftentimes when you are going to go down to an island somewhere, there's probably some locals. VP5JM has been just wonderful and instrumental in uh, helping get us set up when we've done our VP5 operations with coordinating some of the local rental car company. She knows what the best companies are, what the rates are, whether or not you have to have insurance, a lot of variable things like that. But it's real hard to do and can be cost prohibitive to try to do from back here in the States a month before you leave. So take a look at having someone local help you out. When you're putting together your team, if you're going to do like a Maldi single or a Maldi Maldi, which is what we've done, you may want to look at making a list of what things you're going to bring and who has what, because it gets real expensive if you're the organizer and you say, oh yeah, I guess we need this beam or we need this antenna or who's got computers or who's got the jumper cables or whatever. Make the list and then uh, go to the ham fest four, five, six months ahead of the trip and cross off the things that you're going to need to take with you. Another thing to do too, and you're finding this to be more and more popular, is a lot of the Caribbean vacation spots have got radios on site and even amplifiers. And they may or may not charge you a rental fee. It makes some sense to use their rigs and their amplifiers because if you've ever taken an amplifier through an airport, whether you carried it or whether you put it in a bag and tried to hope that your 3500Zs didn't break, you'd know what I'm talking about. It can be a real major hassle carrying that stuff all through the airports. I've broken uh, two alphas, seen other radios broken on just trips I've been on. Be careful about duty. A lot of the countries, and, and this kind of goes back to the uh, customs and the languages and what have you. When you're going through one of these countries, you're a guest of their country. Now, you may feel that when you're coming through, you're spending a lot of money in their country. But as you're going through customs, it's their country. They run it their way. Common courtesy, which you would think is just kind of a common sense. If you don't use it going through the airport, you may find yourself in the back room having them shake down all your equipment, looking at all of your serial numbers and your parts lists and all that. Kate MFO told me about a horror story where maybe politics were involved, but uh, they got turned around and sent back home. You also want to take a look at a cost savings item is planning your expenses in advance. What am I going to have to pay for? Making your lists, 
and checking them twice, so to speak. Another thing is auto policies. Some insurance companies will or will not cover you when you go out of the country. That can be very expensive too. When you get down here, you get your rental car and they say, oh yes, do you have insurance to cover you while you're here? Oh no, I don't. Okay, well that'll be another $60 a day. Whoops. Even though a lot of the travel guides that you read tell you that, oh, you don't have to worry about the water in this country or most of the local cuisine should not give you any problem. Taking along a, a first aid kit with some medications rather than have to go out and run around and find them at the wrong time can be a cost saver too. Another thing, some of the countries are not using U.S. dollars as their currency. The Turks and Caicos Islands do, so you don't have a problem with that. But in other countries, especially where the exchange rate is real variable, you may want to think about buying some of their currency ahead of time or possibly when you arrive at the airport, exchanging some of your currency for theirs so that you don't get hit with the exchange rates when your credit cards are uh, coming due when you, after you get back home. Okay, back to reality. This has been an excerpt from a 1997 Dayton Hamvention presentation by Doug Klein, K4LT. Doug's talk was recorded at the 1997 Hamvention in Dayton, Ohio, 25 turbulent years ago. Rain Hamcast podcast number 81 will post December 10th, 2022. Rain founder Hap Holly, KC9RP, edits and produces this bi-weekly ham radio podcast without monetization. Your support via PayPal and your feedback on the rainreport.com are appreciated. Copyright 1985-2022, Rain. All rights reserved. Rain programming is made available and is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. Thanks to Tom Shimizu, N9JDI, for posting a not-for-broadcast version of these podcasts via the Rain Report channel on YouTube. I'm Will Rogers, K5WLR. Keep on hamming!